You ever feel lost, uninspired, alone, or defeated? Well, I'm inviting you to some fellow dreamers for some insight. I believe dreams matter, and you have one, or two, or ten, I don't know. To tackle challenges with love instead of fear is the first step. So let's experience this together as we dive into the stills of life. Are you ready? Go with the flow. Hey, Miles, it's nice to finally meet you, man. Nice to meet you, Billy. Do you want to tell everyone how we met? <laughs> uh, so you DM'd me on Instagram. And yeah. Usually I don't reply to strangers' DMs on Instagram, and I'm glad this wasn't an elaborate plot to murder me. So I'm just relieved and happy Great. to be alive. I love that misconception. <laughs> I don't remember how I stumbled on your Instagram, but you had mm. all these uh, stills and uh, BTS photos from Mindhunter, yeah. which I stumbled upon right after I finished season two mm-hmm. on Netflix. And uh, I was like, this has to be someone impersonating the yeah. actual photographer, like a super fan. But then there's just no way because the resolution is just way too high. <laughs> and there are shots here that there's no way the average person can really steal from. <laughs> so it has to be you, yes. right? Yes, it is and, me. And they were like, they, they were just crispy clean and just very moody. Yeah. And I, I assume you, you. you edited all of them. I did, yeah. 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 So I wanted to talk to you because um, still photography is very crucial in the film and television but in my experience i don't know how you feel about it mm. young filmmakers and people in general don't know what it is or yeah. or why and how it's important so can you explain like your side and like why it is important because these are crucial to sell what you're shooting yeah well Whenever you have a movie or a show, whether it's on Netflix or a traditional studio film, you need images to market it, really, to advertise it, Um, whether that's for a poster or for a website. Social media nowadays is very um, effective way for advertising at lower cost, but shows like Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix, uh, animated, so bad example, but have had great success using Instagram as a marketing platform. Right. But, uh, yeah, behind-the-scenes photos or just uh, stills from the film Mm -hmm. to show the actors or to tease the film, to hype it ahead of time before it's released. Exactly. And um, one, the question I get a lot is like, Mm You know, I could just grab a frame from editing yeah. and use that to, as like a first look or yeah. for poster build or uh, EPK. But it, that's not necessarily useful, right? Well, sometimes it depends. I mean, back in the old days, they had still photographers because uh, motion picture film is too blurry, too soft and not yeah. high resolution enough to really pull stills from. I mean, you can, but... Nowadays, with red cameras that have 8K resolution, that's the same number of pixels as my still camera. So you really can pull a still frame from that. Uh, There still might be some motion blur, but if you're shooting in the HDRX mode that has magic motion, it really, like, smooths the uh, motion of people's movement. It shoots at two frame rates, a 50th and, like, 100th for dynamic range and combines them. But anyway, with that technique you can actually pull a sharper uh frame with less motion blur 
and at high resolution. Oh, this is such a to. future question, but uh, yeah. n- now that these camera sensors are so high yeah. and so fast, are we going to be out of the job? Uh, well, of course, the camera only captures what the camera yeah. shoots for the film. So I think for anything ancillary, behind the scenes, extra, any angles that the camera doesn't get, uh, there still needs to be a photographer capturing all of that. Yeah, but as far as like grabbing stills, mm. I'm going to be, I'm very nervous now because yeah, these high-tech cameras can do that for us. Yeah, they can. Well, I mean, there'll always be a need for additional photography, you mm-hmm. know, and for uh, marketing imagery, whether that's for a poster. I'm looking at these posters you have. Um, none of those are really stills from the movie. Those are shot extra and sometimes the unit still photographer will shoot those or they'll uh hire someone else to do a marketing campaign but uh yeah i I think that just shooting the same angle or a slightly different angle from a camera may not be as useful anymore or it might be if some people are still shooting on film um which is not many not many people but yeah (laughs) but some it's a little slower but yeah yeah, that's cool So you'd still need, you know, sharper stills. Yeah, I got into this two years ago. Okay. Um, I was one of those idiots who was like, who just realized, oh, yeah, they have a photographer on every set. Yeah, they do. And I just thought it was just purely for documentation, just for like, you know, archival memories. Yeah, But sometimes it it can be. It's good to have all of that that's how student filmmakers feel Mm. um (laughs) for their own narcissism yeah and then i learned very quickly like these are all marketing tools because yeah everyone needs to see the poster the billboards the thumbnails um uh what i mean there's so many things right i mean magazines Mm -hmm. all these editorials and stuff like that and uh i just thought oh that'd be really fun job yeah, and then I started like asking around on Instagram all the professionals, mm-hmm. and they were generously responsive. And then I, I figured maybe I can maybe this new dream career can be a little bit easier than being a director. Um, yeah, and then I found out it wasn't <laughs> because <laughs> you can only start out getting non-union jobs before you become a union member and shooter right Mm -hmm. so this was like bewildering and uh kind of daunting to me yeah so how how did you rise so on uh mind hunter i met uh david fincher and sian chafin through uh neil keller house uh someone i've known for a few years and worked with he's an incredibly talented uh graphic designer uh, art director he's made many posters you've probably seen his work but uh might not have heard his name he's made everything from the finding nemo logo to the social network poster um he's worked on lots of huge posters lots of posters for fincher over the years for steven soderbergh uh, worked on roma so he works in marketing you know and sort of uh, comes up with ideas for posters and executes them and also always needs imagery, you know, for, yeah. in the case of Mindhunter, we made a website called what's wrong with complicated.com yeah. and 
you know, that is all ancillary marketing imagery to promote the show. They needed really images for social media, okay. and we're looking for someone, so that's when they brought me in to shoot these images for the website. Just like that? Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Half the city is madly jealous of you right now. Oh, wow. Now, that was here in LA? Uh, wh- which part? Uh, when um, you're working with Neil and yeah, all, yeah. Those, all those graphic design stuff? Yeah, Neil, okay. Neil's in LA. So and how does that work then, from there? Do you have to like sit down and interview with the marketing team for the show? Or do they just give you the call sheet and you just show up or something? Yeah, sort of just show up. I mean, we did a couple meetings, but then it was pretty quickly. It was like, okay, oh, wow. fly to Pittsburgh, you have to dive get to work it. the next day, you know, fly across the country to New City. I had to check the map. I was like, Pittsburgh, that's in Pennsylvania. Yes, right? very cold. <laughs> Um, it was cold. It was snowing when I got there, and it was <laughs> snowing again by the time I left. Great. Eight months later. So that's that uh, time lapse that you might, may have seen on the website where I have, the yeah. trees start in the snow, and then mm-hmm. it changes, and it ends how it begins. Now, normally, when it comes to hiring a uh, photographer slash graphic designer like yourself, mm. um, they would usually find someone local in Pittsburgh. Uh it depends. I don't know. Right. I'm, I, and I'm not a graphic designer, to be clear. Uh, okay. Just um, just do photography. Well, you're a filmmaker, video. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I love all graphic around design and filmmaker. I yeah, guess. Okay. I, just, I just want to say I'm I'm not a trained graphic designer by uh, any means. But you will be. Yeah. For fun. For fun, definitely. For ten thousand yeah. dollars a day, <laughs> something like that. Sure. So it, it sounds like you won the lottery because they hired you. Yeah. And well, I assume they accommodated your habitat. Yeah. And yeah. Fed you. I did eat a lot of uh, craft services and catering. Well, you don't look like it, but <laughs> that's good. I'm yeah. sure they had like gourmet food. Um, so how does that work? Like, let's say any still any photographer who gets the job of a lifetime, now. Um, but you have to go to a completely different city. Yeah. Now, yeah. is it up to you to like find a Airbnb or something for eight months? I mean, how does that work? Uh, well, it, it depends on certain shows. They have a crew hotel or they give people a per diem and they can choose where to live. Um, yeah. Every, is that what I you think did? Every production does it differently. Crew yeah. hotel? Uh, yeah. Yeah. For a few Dude, months. That's nice. A hotel for eight months? No, not for not for eight months. Only for the beginning. Where did you stay after? Uh, then in apartment. Alone? Uh, no, with one other person. Oh, how did that go? It was fine. Yeah. Okay. And how how far would you be from set, or all the uh, sets? Uh, dep- depends. You know, we shot all around Pittsburgh, and mm-hmm. yeah. Are you responsible for your own tr- travel? Uh, well, yeah, like you drive yourself to set, you know. And do they, do they pay you back if you're renting a car? Uh, I think it depends. I think, uh, like some distant location people get a rental car or if you're local or if you bring your own car, like some people do, (laughs) then you, uh, I guess. I know you didn't bring your own car. mileage. No. (laughs) Oh, wow. So, God, shooting 
So take us through your day to day. I mean, I, I mm. can only assume you're out there for like 14 hours a day, every day. Yeah, yeah, long, long days, and uh, we were in some abandoned prisons in yeah. Pennsylvania, which were intense. You know, recently closed, recently shut down. Okay. As well, you could almost feel the ghosts of what had happened there in the past. For real? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't believe in that stuff at all, <laughs> really. But like, it was a, uh, it was interesting. Jeez, I mean, how did you feel like on before day one? I mean, before day one, uh, well, I, I'd be incredibly nervous. Didn't totally know what to expect. Yeah, I, mean, I was nervous. I mean, it was a trip, man. Like flying to a new city, you know, the next day getting to work. Go but to work, yeah. It's it's the same as anywhere. You know, you're in a in a dark room in LA you're in a dark room in Pittsburgh <laughs> what do you shoot on uh so I mainly use a Sony A7R 2 I also have a Leica Q and mm. yeah m- m- mostly Sony and Leica just those two cameras uh yeah two A7R 2s and uh, one Leica wow That's about it. are yeah. you gonna get the R4 I've thought about it, but it looks really interesting. But yeah. um, I'm hopefully going to get the Leica SL2 that's about to be announced because I want to switch to use their lenses. Uh, their new uh, SL Prime lenses look really incredible. And, and how much is that camera going to be? Uh, it's probably going to be around $6,000. Uh, uh, I know, right? Uh, surprised you don't have the A9. The A9, for the autofocus, you mean, and burst shooting? I mean, it's like the most well-regarded, reviewed thing I've been seeing on the internet, but it's so costly. It is expensive. But I have not gotten it. I want the resolution, really, is the thing, you know, so the A9 is only 24 megapixels, and it's nice to have it. Yeah, but it's like 6K versus 8K, you know, it's like, more is always better, and yeah, and so like... When you have 8,000 horizontal pixels, you can downscale more. Yeah. If you shoot at high ISOs, which for me is uh, important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. How do you know what you're shooting? Uh, do you get direction or do they just let you go? Like, shoot everything? Yeah, usually shoot everything, anything that I can find and uh, look at the call sheet, you know, mm-hmm. to see what scenes they're shooting or what location. Uh, yeah. Uh, and because there are a lot of takes, you know, Fincher does, as people have explained before, it's not so much the takes as in different setups. Uh, so they'll do three or four camera setups and if they only do 20 takes, but they do it four times, you know, that's like 80, 80. That's that's amazing. It's really the setups, you know, it's not like they do 80 takes of every shot. Right. But that's actually a good thing for uh, me as a still photographer because if I'm shooting something there it's not like I'll only have one chance to get it you know they'll do it yeah. so many times over again that it's it's uh yeah, it's easy it's, to get the shot yeah in a way it's a still photographer's dream because yeah. you have so many chances to yeah. get the right sh- the right emotion from yeah. their faces and the action and all that stuff exactly so what was he like uh David Fincher's yeah. great he's a uh, very talented he's someone who I've admired for many years and oh, one yeah. of my favorite filmmakers out of those who are still alive and there are only like really a couple who I 
whose work I admire that much. So uh, it was just so great to observe. Um, I'm actually one of those guys who actually liked Alien 3. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But my favorites are his early films like Seven and The Game. Oh, yeah. Um, And of course, everyone's favorite is Fight Club. Yeah, it's Um, a classic. Now, is he... uh, I mean, I know he's wildly intelligent, but... Yeah, he's brilliant. uh, I've witnessed a lot of directors being screamers. Oh, no. He's He's not like that, is he? not a screamer, no. He's not. I mean, you most likely don't have to or need to talk to him because he's the director and you're just a a photographer. Yeah, I mean, I get direction from him sometimes of, like, wanting to look like this or, you know, take Mm -hmm. this kind of shot. And, uh, yeah, but I was really just sort of emulating his style, you know, that I've studied for so many years and Mm -hmm. admired. And, uh, yeah, so really it all, all comes from him, you know, the everything about the show what, what surprised you the most about him mm, not, nothing really no surprises he's he's like the whole package yeah he's, he's, he's great yeah. yeah yeah um how how do you deal with um you know difficult crew members mm. well i mean we're, we're very lucky on land hunter is a really great group of people everyone's really nice and it's just uh, everyone's really pressured, you know, and uh, yeah. tired. So cranky. It's just yeah, maybe hungry. I mean, yeah, yeah, cold. <laughs> yeah, every everything. Every, everyone's in the same boat, you know. So yeah. there's a lot of camaraderie and uh, yeah. As a still photographer, we have to be like ninjas. We have to be like yeah. we have to be like ghosts, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I, I am like a ghost. This is a little bit of a joke because I was always, you know, sort of creeping around in the shadows and. Uh, walking yeah. very quietly. I learned how to walk silently. Just like a serial killer. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's very fitting. That's, that's yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, it's. Uh, I've been on sets where there's always like two or three people on set who would not dress appropriately. Oh. It's like a red bright shirt oh. or like a, like a black and white striped shirt. But um, we have to be all blacked out. Yeah, ideally. And um, yeah. tell people why. Well, uh, you don't want to distract the actors is the right. main thing if you're shooting um, the actors while they're doing a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, a still photographer can be a distraction, you know, if yeah. you're uh, in their eyeline. So you want to avoid that, you know. Yeah. And also just to remember that your job is secondary to anyone who's doing anything on the show that actually contributes to making the show. You know, this is all just uh you don't want to get in the way of mm-hmm. the main goal yeah so you've been you never had any interference from like an asshole crew member no, or no. or an actor be like don't shoot my ang- don't shoot me on this <laughs> side of my face no no Ev- like everyone's really nice everyone's on, cool on on that yeah well that's awesome man yeah that doesn't really happen a lot oh yeah where everything's like driving really well yeah how many hours would you be working, average? Uh, it depends on Montenegro's usually billing out the crew twelve hours, so that's not bad. Yeah, well, I thought it'd it be more. Be, could be more some days, depends. And then there's overtime. Uh, yeah. Overtime is after twelve, right? Well, I I'm not sure exactly. It depends on. I don't know. I don't know. Gotta ask the producer. Yeah. Okay, so it's complicated. Now, I think the hard part of the job 
you have to edit these photos every night. Editing is is very time consuming. Yeah, I spent, yeah. Tell tell uh, us what you're doing. I mean, your process and how many yeah. photos you have to edit. Well, I'd shoot a lot, you know, but um, and sometimes would have to do a little bit of color editing on them just to see what it looks like. But you can do batch processing to speed that up um, in Lightroom or whatever software you use. I used to use Lightroom, but recently switched to Capture One, uh, which mm. I think has gotten me better results and has more uh, powerful tools. Um, That's all you use every night? Uh, Capture One. You don't have to touch no, Photoshop? I use, oh, I use Photoshop as well, yeah. Which Jeez. is a little bit more better integrated with Lightroom, but uh, with the Capture One, you can just export as a TIFF and pop it into Photoshop. I don't have to use Photoshop for every image, but oh, there's still things so you can big. do in there. that. Yeah, they are huge. I know. It. So how many photos would you be editing on average per uh, night? I don't know. I'd say maybe... I think I remembered the total number I shot over the show, and it was... Tens of thousands. I don't remember. Tens of thousands. Tens of not edited, but shot tens of thousands. You know. Okay. So I, and I'd look at really all of them, just go through and then star the ones I like, then really work on the ones that I really like, and then make some cuts from there. And um, well, how many would you turn in every night? Uh, it again, it really depends. Some days I'd only get a couple shots. Other days there'd be a lot more new stuff to shoot. So I. Okay. Shoot maybe as many as a hundred good ones on one day at the most, really. Jeez. But now, some days they're shooting the same scene, you know, doing more uh, setup, yeah. so there might not be anything new. Uh, so some days I would just edit photos, you know. Oh gosh. Now um, there's like this whole uh, secure uh, mm. protocol to submitting yeah. these photos. Yeah. Uh, what? most people don't know is like we're not just simply dropboxing them or no. we transferring them it's a little bit more secure than that right yeah so they usually go to the marketing department mm-hmm. who are usually some other part of the world yeah and they look at all your edited photos every right. night oh that sounds tremendous to me and uh, then what do they make you use as far as like delivering these edited photos every night yeah so we use a great software called pix uh, P-I-X and okay. PIX system and uh, PIX if you're listening we are plugging you right now <laughs> thanks to Miles here <laughs> yeah PIX is uh, really cool they also are used for dailies and call sheets really everything um, what's so great about it marketing imagery uh, it's just a really good secure software like on set they have something called PIX on set uh, where they have a uh, like a technician who's there every day managing the, the uh, archive and upload of yeah it's basically DIT but okay. uh, it's completely secure and they have iPhone and iPad apps and yeah. you just need internet then uh, you do need internet you can download things offline but uh, yeah you really need internet okay hotels usually have a really crappy Wi-Fi oh yeah how did well, you deal with that it can be slow uploading sometimes, but uh, I don't know. Just gotta wait. <laughs> Do you send full sizes? After no, on pics, like I think the maximum is four thousand pixels oh. horizontally. So I'd just downscale them to like three megabyte JPEGs to upload. 
Okay, uh, so they do want as JPEGs. Uh, not yeah, not not TIFFs. When not TIFFs. No, no. When do you? It's all for it? web use anyway. So JPEGs are usually. Oh okay. okay. Yeah. So if they I knew, I guess if you were doing a poster, you'd want right. some a big file, but that's not what I was doing. So let's say they do contact you for that. Like, hey, we, Miles, you shot this uh, background. Uh huh. We only I know you sent it to us on as a JPEG. Uh huh. But we would love to use it as a poster. So they ask mm. you, right, to like, yeah. can you send us the full size mm-hmm. as a TIFF or something? I guess yeah. I'd send a 16-bit uncompressed TIFF at max resolution. For a billboard, you'd probably have to upscale it to you know. Oh wow. That's that's why the resolution why, is so important. Yeah, and I'm not that I'm shooting billboards, but yeah, it is important. Even for web, you know, now screens are getting more and more pixels. Apple's coming out with that 6K display. So <laughs> if you have a 6K camera, that's just going to be one-to-one, you know, so it's it's good to have more. Not that megapixels are everything. I know a few years ago there was, like, the megapixel wars. Everyone was trying to get more and more megapixels, but there are many advantages to higher resolution that go beyond just the resolution actually the you get more color detail you get more dynamic range and images start to in a way look smoother and more lifelike because you can see more details and actually uh 8k uh motion as Mm -hmm. well has started to look much more filmic than digital uh 4k in the past now do you ever like how do you back up the photos every day? Because I, I would be really, really uh, scared about losing yeah. raw files, right? I don't even want to talk about hard drive failures. I'm super superstitious about that. Yeah, I would carry <laughs> at least three hard drives and yeah, just like triple save, good. right? SSDs are good too, you know, because there's they have a hard drive. A spinning disk drive has roughly like a 10% chance of failure. And an SSD is less than 1% chance of failure. The only thing you got to be careful about with SSDs, though, is that the more you write data to them and erase it, the higher the risk of not disk failure because it's not a spinning disk, but for corruption, data corruption, for some of bits of your data to fall off increases. So I'd say use SSDs. They are more expensive, but they're also faster. And being so much more secure uh also like if you drop them not that you would <laughs> they're no. they're much uh they're not gonna fail you know whereas if right. you drop a spinning disk drive that's really bad good to know yeah. good tip i yeah. can't wait for black friday folks oh um, yeah hopefully they'll have a samsung t5 deal well, how much is that usually they're like they've dropped in price too is another good thing ssd prices are dropping um Every year, it seems. So I think they're two hundred dollars for the one terabyte one. That's it? I think so. Yeah. Is that Thunderbolt or USB? Uh, it's USB, but it's USB C if you have the new oh, computers. No. And it is backwards compatible as well, so USB three. Uh, they're fast, five hundred megabyte a second. Oh, good the to know. Other really cool ones are the Samsung X five they've just come out with, and those are. They're only Thunderbolt 3, so they're not backwards compatible, but they're 2,000 megabyte a second, 2 gigabyte a second, so they're as fast as your internal SSD. Yeah. But those are quite expensive. They're like 
I think eight hundred, nine hundred dollars oh. for the two terabyte. Forget it. Four hundred, five hundred for the. Yeah. Jeez. Got to get a client to buy the drives for you, ideally. Oh gosh. <laughs> spending Let's, money on hard drives is like the least fun thing to spend money on. Uh, spending money in general is not great fun uh especially if it's not gonna last forever um let's go back in your life like since you're still just a kid um when did you pick up a camera well i think i've been shooting still photos since i was basically as long as i can remember i have a photo of me holding a camera when i was two years old but i made my first like stop motion animation short film when i was nine what the it was are, a, are your parents? It was about a, you talked about your mom a little bit. But, oh yeah, she uh, taught art. Your mom's an artist teacher. My parents are book publishers, actually. What? Yeah, not literary, like art, photography, design books. So, I've been very influenced by their uh, creative knowledge, you know, and uh, appreciation of mm-hmm. art and design. Nice. Yeah. I notice you shoot symmetry a lot. Oh, yeah. You're a big fan of that. Yeah. Like Kubrick is. Yeah. 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 And you love uh, time lapses. I do love time lapses. Which is very yeah. time consuming. It is. It is. I can never do it. I keep, <laughs> I keep wanting to do it ever since I got the Sony a7 III. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I would love to do it. And then I, my hand reaches out and I'm just like, I, I don't want to sit there for well, two hours. Full disclosure, you can like leave the camera, you know. Uh, you know what that's I how mean, lazy i am i don't even want to set up the tripod oh. and all that stuff because i'm just so lazy about it <laughs> i mean i'm not i'm not gonna lie for some star time lapses i've shot i would just leave it out in yeah. the backyard sometimes it wouldn't like those are gorgeous or if you're camping you can do that you know yeah oh, until yeah. a bear comes along Love shooting stars yeah and then you have to yeah. fight it off like dicaprio did <laughs> um oh wow so you pretty much like a toddler when you just kind of yeah it was like an awakening like you're a born storyteller well my dad was a photographer he worked as a photo assistant for many years for uh, lots of different photographers including william claxton who was his mentor he shot a lot of famous jazz uh singers musicians in the 60s and uh dude that sounds fun yeah yeah so there were always sort of cameras laying around and i picked up a polaroid camera when i was a little bit older and uh i missed those shot that yeah, yeah they're, the, the they're big ones uh, yeah. i had like the I, th- I don't know which model it was it was one of the silver ones that pops up Not of a course huge you did <laughs> yeah i had the plastic with the little view it was plastic but it was like yeah but plastic town. and felt loose that's how old it was oh yeah yeah back yeah. then the, I, it, this one had the, the, the pop-up you know with the like i guess i'll check out best buy later i don't think i still have it there it's probably okay. like twenty bucks now to buy use one of those. Now that you're a working photographer, do yeah. you do you does it feel like work when you socially take out your camera? Uh no no I you don't mind say, it I it's have, okay not yet at least. <laughs> so <laughs> your friends haven't not, lost the joy of it yet. <laughs> so when your friend says Miles, take a shot of us, you're not well, like, you're not going like oh God. no that, that that I don't enjoy because uh, I, sometimes people think I'm a magician and they'll give me some photo and you're say, not work your magic on it like make this look better and i'm like i can't make a photo that wasn't shot properly look that great you know what i mean that's why the photo when it's shot 
has to be like a master photo where little editing is required. Little editing or, I mean, sometimes I'm doing some somewhat tricky editing, so I'll really shoot it in a way that uh, requires intrinsic knowledge of how it will be edited, mm-hmm. you know, um, because it has to be shot just right in order to be edited in the exact way yeah. that I want it to be. I th- well, I saw your short films on Vimeo, oh, and yeah. you're clearly a you got a director's mind too. Oh, thank you. Is that what you want to do too? I would love to direct commercials and music videos, hopefully. Uh, yeah. Okay. So short term projects. Well, (laughs) not the eight month, uh, (laughs) freezing, uh, maybe eventually, but uh, you know, you need to work your way up to that, you know? Gosh. And, um, okay. So you've been shooting ever since. Yeah. And then you Mm. mentioned, I don't know if we recorded this, but uh, you went to Art Center. I did for yeah. a couple of minutes. Yes, and then, <laughs> but before that, you were at Columbia. Yeah, which yeah. is a school for brainiacs. <laughs> so, I mean, you're like a double threat now, right? <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know. I wanted to study philosophy, but then realized there's a fine line between philosophy and just absurdist, I don't sophistic. Know idiocy <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> and you've also traveled around the world yeah quite a bit i yeah. mean how does that influence your photography it influences it a lot i mean i'm very inspired when i travel you know yeah. i've been lucky enough to travel uh quite a bit uh, not as much as i would even like to but uh i've been to i guess 13 countries and 13 i mean every country is different but Sometimes I find myself shooting similar images across different countries and cities and continents, which is sort of funny to like self-analyze my work and look back on that. Um, Where's your favorite shooting? Favorite place to shoot, or your favorite place you visited? Maybe I, right now I really want to go back to Copenhagen. I loved it there. I was only there a couple of days years ago. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's uh, are the women beautiful? Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> Next time you go, let me know. Everyone's beautiful there. It's I'll just save uh, up for it. Yeah, it's just a very nice place. Yeah, Have it's you... cold in the winters though. But well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all those countries are damn cold. <laughs> That's part of the beauty, though. Have you shot in Iceland yet? No, oh, I wish. It's I, beautiful. I should have went before. Wow, airlines went out of business. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they had that. I uh, almost did go in New York once. It was like. $150 to fly to Reykjavik? That seems like too good to be true. It is too good to be true. I so should have taken advantage of it. probably put you in some kind of cargo box and then yeah. take you out there. At least the planes didn't crash, but yeah, oh, they geez. couldn't keep that going. Oh, uh, you gotta go. I mean, yeah, you gotta go. That looks incredible. I went yeah. in the winter. Oh, you did? For five days. In the winter? How was yeah. that? I was nervous at first because I was afraid we won't see anything because of the snow. Yeah. And the darkness. <laughs> Yeah, but I saw a that whole be lot. Beautiful too. Though. It I've was photos of the you know really really dark snow, but just like yeah. the most amazing abstract sort of landscapes. Um, I'll tell you this: it was the best time of my life. That's so cool. Yeah. Did you go to the Blue Lagoon? Or? Yeah. Oh, nice. We intentionally saved that trip for the last day. Oh yeah. To just relax and get yeah. it out. So we get there. And a blizzard comes. Yeah. Well, of course, you're in Iceland. <laughs> uh, but this was, I did not know snow can be painful. Oh, yeah, when it's yeah. hitting you. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm 
now like i had to like turn my back against the the blizzard right and cover my ears with my hands yeah and still try to enjoy this stupid trip in the (laughs) blue lagoon and oh so you're in the blue lagoon during the the water yeah wow and it was the atmosphere was so cold the water started to get a little cooler oh wow so we couldn't really enjoy the warmth it was supposed to be that's too bad um but hey i'm not complaining that sounds great. That Still. sounds like quite an experience. It was an experience, and uh, just just a beautiful country, man. Oh yeah, it's so much so where I feel like I didn't have to visit any other country anymore. Oh wow, that's, well, that's certainly yeah. one of the most beautiful places on earth. It's true what they say. It does feel like another planet. Oh yeah, yeah. it's yeah. there's a reason why these movies are going over there. Yeah, yeah, because you yeah. have the rocks and on the beaches, and you have like oh, black yeah. sand. You have like purple flowers. Wow, and you have like a magenta sunset for some strange reason, and then that's it's, amazing. Yeah. Anyway, you got to go there. Yeah, um, I'd love to. What's your dream film to shoot? Dream film to shoot um, as a still photographer. Oh, as a still photographer. Well. Yeah. James Bond sounds pretty fun. Yes. <laughs> Lots of cool locations. That's what I love about James Bond is they always shoot in just the coolest locations around yeah. the world. Beautiful you know? places yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, I actually got to start a little dialogue with, uh, do you know Jason Boland? No. Uh, he's, a, he's a still photographer. Uh-huh. He, uh, Australian guy. Oh, uh-huh. a Super nice guy. Uh, he's one of the rare photographers who got verified on Instagram. So I just started asking him questions and he'll respond. How did you get verified? (laughs) No, no, I didn't ask him that. I asked him like, you know, technical stuff. Pretty much the same thing I ask you. Like, what's your day to day? Like, how do you work? Um, What was your shutter speed on when you shot (laughs) this shot from Mad Max? And oh, yeah. So he shot a, a few of the, uh, he shot Skyfall Inspector. Oh, he did. And I think he shot No Time to Die. Uh-huh. Um, but that's also a dream of mine. Or Mission Impossible 7. Oh, yeah. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. <laughs> if, <laughs> 13. If they keep making them, yeah. That would be uh, a dream, too. I feel like they will. <laughs> I hope so. But, oh, man, that'd be great. Yeah. So... I mean, it sounds like you're a jack of all trades, and are you writing too? Uh, not so much. I mean, I I do like, I love writing more. I've done more like, uh, academic writing than creative writing, but mm-hmm. uh, I do want to get do some more writing. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about like social media these days? Uh, I hate it to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I hate it too. <laughs> That's why I barely use Instagram, and that's all that I use anymore, you know? Yeah. You don't tweet? No Facebook, no Twitter, no, nothing. You're not on Facebook at all? Uh, I think I created account, an account. <laughs> I seen, created an account. <laughs> I created and then account, I forgot about it. And then I got locked out of it, and I can't, Wh- delete, why? And I can't delete it because I forgot my password, and I forgot my, because I disabled it, right? And uh-huh. But then it wouldn't let me delete it. I created it um, senior year of high school for some reason. I think I have like two friends on it. Damn. And I think, yeah, so I think if you search for me on Facebook. You're a true ghost. Yeah. Well, not as much as I would like, honestly. So are you telling me when friends need to contact you, they call you? (laughs) Instead of Facebook or Instagram? 
I mean, I I do use Instagram sometimes to communicate with friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny that we have to resort to this as a necessary evil to like... Yeah, well... Be quote-unquote relevant. If you're really my friend, you'll have my phone number, I guess. So uh, I do have your phone number. Yeah. but I mean, texting, right? I mean, who calls? I call. <laughs> I prefer calls. FaceTime? No. Yeah. That's a little too much. <laughs> I mean, only only to like a loved one or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I miss calling. I mean, mm. don't you? I don't know. I... Maybe I prefer FaceTime. I'm not sure. Really? Depends. I don't like FaceTime people often, though. I mean... You're like a hermit. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. What do you do to relax? To relax? Well, recently I've started uh, bird watching a little bit. Bird watching? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have birds? We do. <laughs> They're all around, actually. You never really look up. No one really looks up. Usually, but That's if true. you do, you'll start to notice there are birds everywhere. In Pasadena, you do that. There are birds. Yeah, sometimes I'll go in the mountains uh, above LA. They're great birds. They're like the Griffith Park uh, Bird Sanctuary. Um, but they're you have, to, you they're have to do everywhere. this early in the morning, right? Uh, you don't have to. I don't love waking up early, but it, there is more bird activity at sunrise and sunset. Um, but really, in the spring and the fall, there are just way more birds. This past spring, I think, it rained a lot, and uh, all wow. these birds started multiplying. <laughs> oh. So that's when I started to notice them. Uh, you better I mean, wear a hat. Oh, God. Yeah, that hasn't happened, thankfully. I mean, That happened some, to me at a funeral. It's supposed to be good luck. Getting shit on? Uh, yeah, in some cultures in, uh, in oh. South America. Uh, I was not in South Africa <laughs> at the time. Yeah, maybe in some cultures it's bad luck. I'm the impact sure. is harder than you think. Oh yeah, yeah. It does feel like a golf ball just kind of <laughs> whipped past your head. That's oh, how yeah. hard it felt. Maybe it's just, just that bird ate a lot of cats. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's the other way around. Well, cats I, eat birds. I yeah yeah they do. Yeah. Uh, I want to touch upon something a little bit uh, more personal because mm. um, this this passion and job of being a filmmaker, yeah, it's a very isolating kind of life, really. Because yeah. and it's not normal, you know. No, it's not. and when you start out, you have to know everything because mm. it's the most expensive art form, mm. and you can't really rely on a lot of people to help. Even yeah. though everyone knows it's a collaborative art form. Yeah. But it's helpful if, like you, you know how to edit, color, design, shoot, direct. So you save a ton of money. Yeah. Um, but once we, I don't know what the definition of successful is, but mm. thinking about like Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. He was living his dream. Yeah. I mean, and it's very similar to our profession. We're traveling around. Yeah. We're shooting all the time yeah we don't really have to talk to anybody yeah which is kind of good and bad i think right <laughs> I, I don't talk very much so it's yeah, good for me but if, if you're a talkative person maybe it's no bad. i i mean i love like maybe like two minute chit chats here and there on set yeah yeah but i mean we're shooting we get to eat yummy food we're doing what we love but in some strange way when we get exhausted Mm-hmm. It leads to some kind of sadness. Yeah. Or um, 
and that word depression gets thrown around a lot mm. and i don't want to keep saying it unless i'm diagnosed right but it's uh did you feel that when you're out there for eight months shooting mindhunter i mean yeah you yeah. feel the emotional toll it takes definitely you know not gonna lie it was it was hard you know especially by the end uh, and homesick and homesick yeah, yeah it's hard for people you know it was hard i think harder for the uh la people who are away from home yeah you know, in a strange place uh it's weird you know especially going for a long period of time for yeah. many months uh i guess that can be good for some people to you develop more relationships with your coworkers than you would for a, a fast shoot like a commercial shoot but it's hard to be away from home for that long certainly and yeah i mean is that exhaustion. just the price we have to pay in order to like i mean maintain our dream yeah there there could be worse things i guess you know it could be yeah there are could be worse <laughs> it could be but i think it's not easy i no. mean it, it's not glamorous you know and you have to be you have to check yourself every time mm. right you that's what do you mean like uh if if you do get really lonely or oh. really emotional then yeah. you just kind of have to be self-aware to find some kind of yeah keep in touch with friends and your parents or um, yeah but even still that it's kind of like you're physically away yeah you're physically tired every it's demanding physically right. mentally emotionally and yeah yeah I, I don't know if it's just when we're tired it's like our defenses sort of break down a little bit from exhaustion but it baffles me because for some i don't know why being tired hmm. leads to a negative feeling out of yeah. all emotional things that we humans feel it always leads to some kind of sadness yeah i was like what it is does. that man i don't like it yeah and funny enough jonathan groff oh yeah he he did an interview where when he got the role uh-huh and he said you know when you work really hard at something and when you finally get it mm -hmm. it feels you just feel depressed <laughs> yeah and it sounds like a joke but I, I think he was half serious no yeah and i it's, could and i could relate well, to that too i don't know we can't rest on our laurels right we have to keep no. moving forward always yeah i mean but we it, it's hard sometimes to allow ourselves to feel good about what we've done you know to i don't know do you want to do this for the rest of your life i do uh, filmmaking yeah i'm definitely uh fully dedicated to it i've uh i dropped out of college to do it you know smart uh, so i'm all Seriously, in. That's i'm all in smart. it's smart but i guess some people view it as a risk i mean for me it was it's the only option you know i mean i couldn't imagine doing anything else producers don't look at your degrees if they're gonna no. hire you <laughs> well it's it's different than most yeah professions you yeah. know or careers yeah what what are some important traits to you that you need traits in people that you would, oh. like get along with really well uh well i'm a pretty calm person uh usually i mean i do get anxious sometimes but uh usually i I mean, I can balance out people's anxious energy sometimes, but 
I prefer people who are calmer. <laughs> yeah. Like myself. It's you a, know? It can, I mean, every day I assume can be tense. Yeah. There's, so there's too much tr- stress in life tough. already, you know? Yeah. Jeez. Now, you got another big project coming up. Yes. Can you mention this? Well, I can only say what's publicly public information already, which is yes. David Fincher's new film, Mank. Yes. It's black and white, which is very rare. <laughs> and This is also for Netflix. This is a Netflix original and film, and it's starring Gary Oldman. Yes. Fantastic actor. and uh, The greatest. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm excited to watch it. And you're the unit still photographer. Yeah, yeah, Shin stills. Now this might be some kind of a relief because you're going to be home. Yes, it is quite a relief. It's going to be yeah. easier. It's, it's rare for films to be shot in L.A. now, but it is. Yeah, everyone's going. You know, Vancouver, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Atlanta. for tax reasons. Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kuwait, uh, <laughs> different Georgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The state, not the country. <laughs> okay. Now, how do you feel? I feel good. You know, I feel. Uh, you're gonna feel be rested. The, you're gonna finally. be the guy. You're gonna be the lone wolf. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited. You know, I'm thrilled. Really, it's uh, such a rare opportunity to be able to shoot in black and white. I love shooting in black and white. In um, some ways, that's easier to edit too. It it is. It's just, one less thing to worry about. Black I and guess. white. Yeah. Mess with the curves. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. It's <laughs> just contrast, not uh, yeah, not color. Oh, it's very time consuming doing uh, color grading for me. Like I, en- I enjoy it, but eventually it becomes uh, somewhat of a nightmare because I, I can stare at the same image for hours and hours and hours and crop it you know slightly differently and tweak everything slightly over and over and over again um and you're still wrestling with yourself right because you're like always never satisfied yeah because you could color better oh this works it could always look better you know yeah and so i'm always a little bit surprised when people like it like Mm -hmm. oh really you do like it because sometimes i can't tell if it's good or not in a way I'm, I'm really happy for you because you're, you're oh, a young you. you're a young guy yeah i mean you already have a lot on your belt yeah and i, I very lucky i'm guessing david fincher likes you because he's hiring you again <laughs> i mean who can say that other than brad pitt yeah. <laughs> i'm doing <laughs> two movies with david fincher back to back well he made like three or four. Oh yeah um but that's that's awesome man yeah it's awesome it's just been such a great learning ex- experience and uh so you're gonna a be great opportunity. you're gonna be next to the camera next to the camera yeah, yeah well try not to piss off floating around you know yeah uh, i'm like a scout searching for details and you know mm-hmm. finding moments to capture when you're like in your first day or first week, do you mm. do you make the initiative of introducing yourself? Like, hi, I'm Miles. I'm going to be shooting stills. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Um, let mean, me know what your concerns are or something. Or do you just like you just silently go to work? Uh, like I do. A little bit of both. I okay. mean, as you're working, you'll meet people. You know, usually. But um, do some, you, do a lot you, of people I know already from Mindhunter. You know. Oh, on, they're all back. on this project. Some people. Yeah. I heard these uh, great stories that David Fincher likes to give mm. people like 
in a way promotions or opportunities to level up oh yeah like the dp for mindhunter eric eric messerschmidt, messerschmidt yeah. was the gaffer he was for gone girl yeah eric's great he's and uh, he's very talented the fact that he like upgraded his position i was like that's kind of cool so he does that, that with cool. everybody even the actors like uh, holt oh yeah who did all these like minor supporting roles back then for him yeah like yeah. in fight club and alien three yeah and now he's like i, I love season two so much just oh to, good just to get back on a mind hunter a little yeah. bit do, do you watch the show or does it feel like work <laughs> no I, I watched it i went with uh, my family over two days right when it came out we uh-huh. We all watched it together. Oh man! But I'd, I'd already seen you know yeah. different cuts of it before then. Oh okay. But yeah. still, I hadn't seen the final final version. Right. So I, I was excited. Those <laughs> last two not. episodes were so exciting to me. Oh when yeah. When they're trying to find the Atlanta killer. Yeah. And I was like, "Is it that guy? It's got to be that guy." No. It's, it's complicated. Yeah, and then and then it fades to black and then you see the text and you're like, oh no it's not good oh, news yeah, yeah they never found the guy yeah oh, and God. the case has been reopened did you hear that no just, yeah just recently i think a couple months ago because of the show i think it might have had something wow. to do with it yeah that's a hell of a renewed cold case. attention in the case yeah well For that's good years. if you can find the damn guy i don't know he's probably dead now yeah there, there was a potentially a, like a 60 year old pedophile back then who may have committed a couple of the murders oh, he's no one's dead really then. sure yeah he he would be i guess they'll dig up his grave and burn it more god and start beating his bones or something i'm sorry is that too dark anyway <laughs> i'm gonna wrap things up i know, right. you, I know you gotta go You're yeah probably starving oh yeah <laughs> Well, Miles, uh, thank you for your time. Thank and you. Thank you for trusting a stranger on the internet. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm I don't get that to, a lot. Yeah. Um, your path to a still photographer has expedited, and um, can't say I'm not jealous, but uh, it turns out you're a good dude. So well, thank you. You're only going to get higher from here. So, And they make James Bond movies, what, every three, four years? So you got some time. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and I'm a non-union. I'm only a non-union still photographer, so I got like a hundred more days to go. Well, pretty keep much, it. you can do it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the job does come with a lot of cost. Oh yeah, like financially, yeah. mentally, equipment. You mean? Yeah, yeah and uh, you know, you're spending like like we touched upon, spending time away from family. Oh yeah, but yeah. it's it's all I ever wanted to do now. So that's great. Uh, I wanted to be a writer director. Oh yeah. Until I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Two years ago. Yeah. But this is equally fun, and I just yeah. I hope I hope we like. Maybe we'll bump into each other on the same film or something. Yeah, that would be cool. Cool man. Well, right. thanks for your time, and uh, thank you. Have fun out there shooting Mank. Thank you. All right, man. <laughs>